0: Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha ha. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom?
2: <laughs> and Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. is the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only
0: from Hot 101.5. Tampa Bay's new hip music. Well, we are back. Well, it is hello. a new year, a new a series of wonderful content that will <laughs> upset you, make you smile. Yeah. Something. Dumb. Back. Um, but remember before we jump into everything else for Miguel and Holly uncensored, we are now doing it uh, video. So you can hop onto the Miguel and Holly YouTube page and is this, oh.
1: is this like a, a regular thing that's gonna happen?
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Oh, we yep. fancy.
0: Yeah, listen, we are getting everything out there. So not only can you listen to Miguel and Holly Uncensored on Apple Podcast, on Spotify, we're now filming the podcast and you can see it on YouTube after the fact as well. Okay. Uh so we've been gone for two weeks uh for vacation time. Yeah, it's weird. Uh
1: it's weird Ho- being back.
0: Right? Holly, how are you feeling?
1: Weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just it like normally I guess in years past, when I would start back up on January the whatever, mm-hmm. I would just like kind of click back in and be like, "Oh, here we go!" Right. But today it felt more kind of like I, I stumbled over things. I don't mm. know. I, I don't know. Maybe that was all internal. And I'll be honest with you, it might be my time of the month.
0: Oh. Okay. So that's possible. Right. It, it's
1: possible that that right. has something to do with it.
0: Um, I felt like today Wait I was that. just like. Like not, I'm not tired because I went to bed pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like when you have that mental fog and you can't really break free. And I felt like today I was like, "Oh, this is just because in, in in the show business, um, <laughs> you all there, there's no like warm up show. There's no warm up. Like you, it's you do it. You, you jump you in. You Do it. Yeah. And so sometimes like today I was just like, "Girl, how, how am I? What am you're I? Like what's going on? Shredding
1: water as you're doing. <gasps> it. I know. I felt like." I wasn't funny, and I was trying to, like, j- gel with you guys, and it was like, I wasn't clicking it. Well, we did it. It's yeah. done. We're, it's, it's done. We're, yeah, yeah.
2: tomorrow's going to be fantastic. Yeah. yeah.
0: There you go. No, look at positive Scottie's body. Holly and I <laughs> like, ah, Burn it all down!
1: We're a bunch of old cantankerous... Bees. Bees. Yes. I'm going to come up with a C name, but I'm like,
2: I can't right now. Uh, Scott, so what happened to you over the break? Over the, I mean, a lot happened. If I don't know. Are we going into like yeah, everything that's happened yeah, over the break? Yeah, what happened? What, what, what happened? Well,
1: well now I want to know what uh, you think you should well, not talk it's about. Just, it or it's not. just, uh oh. Yeah. Okay, Uh-oh.
0: okay.
2: Well, okay. We could talk about it.
0: Listen, it's the podcast. I know. What, is, I know. I could get in,
2: I guess I really haven't had time to like think it through mm-hmm. on how I wanted to talk about it because I feel like. If you've listened prior, yeah. you've heard that I've just I, I don't know. I don't know how it sounds to somebody else, but it just I feel like my life has just been continuously on this like crap show of just one thing after another. Yes. And I mean, I've if you're new to the podcast, I guess recently I've gone through a pretty serious breakup. My mom passed away, and then life in general is just happening. And then so here's Another thing that's kind of come into the life of, over break, I was going, I went to North Carolina to visit some family, Uh and I was going to come back to Hollywood to visit my other side of the family, which is my grandma, my aunt, and hang out with my dad. Well, over Thanksgiving, I haven't really talked about this at all, so over Thanksgiving, we're supposed to go down and see my grandma for Thanksgiving, because it's going to be my dad, my grandma, my aunt, my brother, and I. And... As we're getting ready to go, my grandma had to go in and have an emergency, like, appendix removal. Mm. Well, sadly, during the surgery, they found cancer. Mm. And it was very serious cancer. And it was weird because it kind of just came out of nowhere. Like, oh, you just went in for this. It was supposed to be nothing. And then it's like, oh, by the way, you have stage four cancer. And so we still ended up going to Thanksgiving, but my grandma wasn't there. She was in the hospital, still recovering, still figuring all that out. And my dad and I actually went back because she lived in uh, Hollywood. And we went back to visit my grandma one more time to just kind of like clean up her house a little bit. And she was luckily there. And so we got to see her, hang out with her in her apartment. And then very quickly afterwards, she drove herself back to the hospital or she went back to the hospital And it was just a a quick, just downfall of just health declining, cancer taking over. And over the break, my grandma also passed away. Oh, Mm. Scott. So it's, it was, it, you know, I'm not really sure how to process everything, but I, I do want to say this. Like right now I am, I'm okay. Okay. It's more so I'm just, it just sucks. Because you don't give yourself a second to just breathe and understand what else is happening, I guess. And for me, it's just more so it's very hard being, like, not even being around, but just seeing, like, my dad and knowing that it's just, like, the amount of pain that just sits there. You know, now seeing my aunt who just, they just lost their mom. And that was my grandma. And we're we're still haven't been able to process my mom. And it's you know, my grandma lived a fantastic life. Like, that's the one thing that carries me through. We did get to see her, and we did get to spend that, like, last moment of a good day with her. And I know that she, like, she was someone that lived life. Like, cruises, trips, traveling, did it all, spent time with friends, lived it up. And so it does make you feel like, okay, like, she definitely did everything that she wanted to do in life. It's just, it really sucks because it came out of nowhere. Mm. It literally came out of hey, we're going to go there Thanksgiving. Oh, surgery. And then within a month, just okay. And it was just, so it's just been a lot. So like break really, wasn't really like a break for me. Like I'm not even, you know, I'm very grateful actually, weirdly that we had the time off because I was able to see everyone. I went and saw my family in North Carolina. That was my mom's side of the family and I needed that time with them. Yeah, I was able to go down and visit my grandma for like the last time. And without the time off, I wouldn't have been able to do that. But it just – it was a lot of back and forth. And it's a lot to kind of process and go through. And then like, okay, hey, by the way, life is starting again. And so I just – you know, I drove back on the literal last day that I could over here and just jumped right back in, just right back to emceeing games for USF and back on the show. So it's just been a lot on my plate, and I just – I. Again, like, I don't know how it sounds coming through. Like, it's just one thing after another.
0: But, I mean, it's – it's. I don't – that should not be your concern. Yeah. What's coming through because this is your life. This is your experience. And, unfortunately, right now in COVID times, a lot of people are in the same boat. Um, I've seen people on social media say things like, I've lost both my parents because of COVID or both my grandparents. Or it's just this year – 2020 just continued to just be a total smackdown emotionally for everyone. And so you're not the only person. Yeah. And just because we have these jobs doesn't mean that everything is supposed to be sunshine and roses every day. Because As a matter of fact,
1: not, it isn't. And no. I think that's one of the reasons why people actually do like the show and the podcast yeah. so much. <sighs> My question to you is what kind of support do you Brave right now like there's support comes in a lot of different levels mm. and it's different than me being like what can I do I, <laughs> like, there's obviously there's nothing I can do as your friend Um, but like sometimes support looks like kind of retreating for a little bit sometimes support looks like uh, a check in with a text every day mm. or um like a let's go grab lunch like so do you know do you have any idea what would help your soul a little bit like what is it what are you feeling like
2: I mean I like random check-ins because I'm not somebody that usually is going to be like hey by the way this is happening in my life like I'm not usually the one to do yeah, that because I just kind of read the situation I don't mind random check-ins or like like that's usually like you just asked me go when you asked the question it's like I know exactly where you're going with it because you know that's how I function I don't mind that I actually do like talking about it I just don't know how to address the topic mm-hmm. and also like you know if the word that comes to mind is just like grace and like just giving someone grace and understanding. Mm -hmm. This is something I think we all need to give ourselves a little bit more of. And I'm so grateful for y'all, Miguel and Holly and also our boss will, because if anything over the past couple months, it's just been a lot of just, I just, I feel the understanding without even being told, Hey, we got you. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I just, I'm shown that just by things that are just done around the building and, Done to me and I really appreciate that because I think if it was any other situation, like I don't know how I'd handle it. I mm-hmm. think it helps me handle everything right now a lot better because I'm like, Okay, people have my back, even though, you know, everything else around me feels like it's falling apart. Mm-hmm. I do know that people are like they are understanding and they're willing to just give a little grace if anything does get messed up or if anything doesn't get done in that immediate time frame that it usually would, you know, understanding that it's like, okay, it'll get there, but for right now, just being understanding really helps. As much as I want to put myself full throttle getting everything done, I'm like, I don't know how much my mind could handle. Mm. So it's just kind of understanding, like, what's happening. And y'all have done that, so it really helps.
1: Mm. That's – okay. That That's helpful. Yeah.
0: What lessons did your grandmother teach you? Because I feel like for a lot of people that were fortunate enough to – Uh, grow up around or with their grandparents, you know, they can say, oh, well, like I've got a bunch of sayings from my grandmother, (laughs) you know, that you hear me say throughout the show and the podcast. So what are some things that your grandma taught you growing up?
2: Well, like I just said, like the one I do want to point out is just like living life, having like dancing, literally dancing in the moment of one, literally, because my grandma loved to dance. That was like her thing. That's just it was always just that person. But also just living and doing the things that you want to do, and I've said it before on the podcast of just I've had these thoughts of just randomly like what if I just dropped everything and just went on a road trip around the country? Not exactly that right now for me, but also she just would go have fun with friends. She would take cruises because that's what she wanted to do. She didn't waste moments thinking about well maybe I shouldn't do that. Like when she had an opportunity, she took it, and I love that and I respected that, and it was always a good vibe there. And I mean my grand like we went. I don't know how, but she took us and the family, and we all made our way over to Australia like two oh. years ago for a cruise to well, Australia. Oh, did I, mate? And it was wonderful. Wow. But that was like that was that same thought of like she did anything for family, mm. made sure we were together, and lived life mm. to the absolute fullest. And it was that gives me warmth knowing that it's like as quick as everything just happened, I know that she's not looking back at life and being like, oh, I regret not doing this because she did it. Yeah. Right. She did it well. And then the other lesson is just, you know, she did it a lot, which was speaking your mind mm. when it needs to be spoken. And there's definitely times where i am mean, like, Grammy, you whoa, you said a lot right there. Mm-hmm. But if anything, you know, a lot of us hold back on things we should say when they actually should be said. And learning those lessons from I'm like, wait, I should probably say something about that. You know, people that don't open their mouths usually don't, get what they want, or they get, you know, trampled over, and it's it's very uncomfortable for me to do, but I'm, like, trying to hold that lesson I'm like, when there's a moment that you feel like you need to use your voice, use your voice, and, like, both my grandparents and my grandpa, when he was alive, would say, you know, don't let them like, okay, I'll say the whole phrase, don't let them piss on your head, open uh, your mouth. Uh,
1: okay, grandpa.
2: But you hear it, and you're like, what? But, like, that phrase has always just stuck with me, because I'm like, wait, don't let them. well, usually it's like. Don't let them bleep on your head. Oh. Open your mouth. But it's like, don't let them just, you know, walk all over you. Open your mouth going oh, you know, and gonna t- say something. And say something, got, yeah. Okay, I had you a know. completely yeah. different mental picture.
0: I, also, was, like, I was
1: like, there's got to be a lesson here. I'll figure I it out. I was like,
0: wait a minute, they're peeing on your head, but then you should open your mouth so well, they can pee in your mouth? Got it. No, you're saying speak up so they don't, don't get the opportunity okay. to pee your crap on yeah, your head. Yeah, don't let someone
2: mouth. just walk all over got you. Like, say okay. something. Get it. what you deserve, pretty much. Uh-huh. Okay. And I just that has always stuck with me because it's a funny phrase, and then also it's very true when you think about it. And so those lessons are the ones that I'm, like, I'm holding true, and I feel like there's been so many lessons. And, like, just everything around me is kind of just changing right now, and I'm finding myself changing on the ways I view things and how I want to go about life because of everything that's happened. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting time for me going into this year because I'm like, okay, like, literally, like, bleep it. I'm Mm. doing what, you know, I want to do, and I don't want to live in a life of fear that I might fail or I might – mess something up like nah if anything i've just learned how quick this whole journey goes and i just want to squeeze the most out of it i just want to get everything because it just blows my mind and that's with everything with my grandma like i just said like it just happened so fast i don't think i've ever seen anything faster like it was just oh my god sick and oh okay Okay. right Mm. and
1: Mm.
2: it could happen like that to anybody and now you know i think the last podcast if you go back The last podcast, I talked about how I had that thought of, you know, going off on a random adventure because you just never know what's going to happen. And now the thought that creeps in my head is, like, you literally never know when you're going to get that phone call of, like, hey, you only have this much time. Mm. And, like, yes, I guess we talked a little bit about trauma in the last podcast, and that trauma is now coming on to me of, like, yeah, that is a realistic thought that it's, like, you know— I don't get to really go to the doctor right now because I don't really have insurance, whatever, figuring it out. But it's a fear of, like, I'm going to go and be like, hey, by the way, even though you feel healthy, you look healthy, here's your time frame.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. As someone who has a brain tumor and (laughs) feels literally nothing. Right. It's a mind fuck, I'll be honest Mm -hmm. with you. It's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. So, I I mean, obviously you're doing the right thing with your thought process.
2: Yeah, and so it's just been a lot of life-changing things happening, and now I'm just literally just taking it step by step, figuring out what this new picture is going to look like for me.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I feel like that's all you can do when you are in a storm of just crazy, emotional, life-changing events that it's you can't just sit down and tackle all of it at once. It's just like little bit by little bit as it come, as it comes up um and then because you said you're going to seek therapy right oh yeah that's like number like
2: two on the list this year it's like i probably if i have time today i want to start looking up therapists and finding that route and finding the right one because i've said it a couple shows but i want to make sure that i'm processing this properly that i'm talking about it in a space that i feel comfortable because although i like again like i feel okay but i don't know if i'm literally okay
1: that's a big thing that's mm-hmm. a big key and I mean if anything if I could impress upon you is that it's so important now it's it can be pricey
2: yeah that's also my worry and
1: that sucks it sucks uh I hope that you get some insurance soon uh because a lot of times you can um get money back like mm. through an insurance company mm. even though because we like for our insurance for example like we have that like EAP thing. Where you can get, like, eight free visits with a therapist. But, like, let's say you can't find a good one on that list. Like, my therapist is not on that list, for example. So, but I can submit my bill and then get, like, I haven't figured out how to do this yet, though, because <laughs> I'm, whatever. But you can actually submit your bill and get, like, 50% of it just back
2: oh, in, in the check a form.
1: Lot. But anyway, I, there's, like, lots of things. We can talk about that later. But it's. Don't let it deter you. You just do it as often as you can.
2: Yeah. Right. And that's just my first step because right now, the hardest thing for me to do it is just like setting it up. Yeah. Because right. I'm like, it just, I don't know. It's an it's unknown hot. world. It's, hard. it's scary. Yeah. But I do, I need to do it for me because it's been something that I've had. I had it on last year's whole list. Now I'm like, well, bitch, you definitely need it. Do to it. Just make sure that you are being your best self. And if there's anything, you know, obviously there is down there that you need to talk through, get out, understand. Do it now. And that will be a huge priority probably very soon will I have my first appointment, if I could get one. Mm. Oh,
0: my goodness. Well, um, sending you hugs and all the healing and positive energy Mm. possible because it's just like, let's just hope that things just – you know, how about are, in 2021
1: things calm down a little bit? They're just, just a fine. little.
0: Bit. <laughs> just, Not right? Yeah, like they're just, they're just good. They're good. We're just, we're living. We're breathing. We're, we're here. Li-
1: hey, peace. Yes. yes. Can yes. we ask for some peace
0: of the soul? Oh my gosh. Thank you
1: for 2021.
0: Like, good Lord. Now, Holly, how was your break?
1: Oh, I mean, it was okay. I, I, I don't want to say it wasn't. I mean, no one died.
0: Okay, so I know that when I texted you on your birthday, and I was like, hey, like, we haven't chatted. How are you? Happy birthday. And I went away from my phone to do something, and then when I got back to it, and I was like, oh, Holly is not okay. Like, there's just some 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 stuff brewing.
1: Yeah. It's it's like all stuff with my mom and my kid, which is the only people besides my person that I was like, saw all for the two weeks, you know. Right. Um, and I even asked my therapist before we went on our two week break. I was like, "I have anxiety over this break coming up because mm. I feel like." And by the way, I might cry. Just just be prepared for tears. I've re- I've already like talked this out in my head. There's tears when I talk it out in my head, and there's also tears because I think it's about to move my period. Mm. You're welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bring it on, girl.
1: So anyway, um, so I talked to my therapist, and I'm like, "I'm, ex- I have anxiety for this break because it's like it's not really a break. It's just." transitioning to instead of having this job that I come to with you you people you, <laughs> peep. <I> like, <laughs> you peeps you peeps mm-hmm. and then my secondary job of like you know responsible party for child and parent it's just transitioning from this part of the job which is actually not that difficult to the more difficult one right. full-time and so I was like I don't know what to do uh so she was like, You need to work it out with your ex that you get at least, like, a long weekend or something of no responsibility. Right. And and so, uh, with the encouragement, I did. You know, I talked to Maya's dad, and I was like, hey, so, because she was supposed to go over there on Christmas, like, uh, midday Christmas day, and then stay through the weekend, like, a normal weekend. And I'm like, but this, she's off for two weeks. Like, do you want to have her a little long, couple extra days? So, we said, yeah. So, she was going to stay there from that Friday, Christmas Friday, till Tuesday. OK, so um Christmas. Oh, and then he actually texted me in the middle of the week and wanted to get her um like one the night before Christmas Eve. And so I dropped her off. And then when I was picking her up on Christmas Eve day to go do our plans with my person and his family and everything, I don't. He chose Christmas Eve to bring up something that's a very contentious point right now between us, and it involves my person, which I can't get into, but know that there's some drama there. And he brought it up on Christmas Eve as I'm in my like my fancy and I go to pick her up, and then we had this very—you know that kind of a conversation where you're trying to still, like, smile at each other? Mm-hmm. But— there's an undercurrent of like insane tension and right. people are upset, but mm-hmm. you're still trying to cause like your kid is there or maybe a mm-hmm. parent is right around the corner. You're so like, you know, Oh my like,
0: gosh. I'm, I'm like, know.
1: I already told you about that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I didn't know about that. So that's wrong. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't do well with all that kind of conversation anyway. So like we left, I get Maya and then it was like a cloud that like interchange mm-hmm. exchange that happened, and I tried really hard to push it out of my mind on Christmas Eve because I'm like, I'm not going to let this ruin my Christmas Eve, right? Um, but it kind of did. But yeah. I really, I, pu- I turned the ship, and by the time it was like nighttime, and we were putting cookies out for Santa and carrots for every damn reindeer, <laughs> we—they all need one, Holly. I didn't think about that, but apparently, my daughter was like, "What? They are all going to share one oh. carrot?" Oh. Oh. I was like, "Well, thank God we had carrots."
0: Cut up some baby carrots for each of them. I mean, they got a lot of houses to visit. That's a lot of carrots. I
1: know, a lot of carrots. So (laughs) we had to put a carrot out for every reindeer, all nine of them. And we put a carrot out on the front porch and everything. And we were all set because I was like, can't we put them inside? It's raining. And she's like... They don't come in.
0: I'm oh. like, oh,
1: you're right. i But I'm they're wrong.
0: magical reindeer that they can go anywhere.
1: Not in your house. Not in the oh. house. You oh. ever It'd hear about Dasher Prance or Vixen Comet coming into your living room? No.
0: But you don't know that. No, but-
1: we do know. They stand up on the roof.
2: Oh, good. That's why you're...
1: Yeah. Paw prints. Paw hoof, hoof print, <laughs> Whatever. So we did all this. By the end of that, I was like, this is fine. It's fine. And... Can I say, like, this was a weird Christmas year. I don't know why with gifts, I mean. No. I, I don't know. Like, I had my daughter fill out, well, we have this thing where you can, like, write your Christmas list. You put it in the oven. You, it shrinks down um, so that your elf can take it to the North Pole for Santa. Oh. And then it becomes a Christmas ornament. It's actually, that's pretty cool. So she wrote her list several weeks ago. And one thing she put on the list, I was like, I didn't. I didn't think she wanted that mm. that big old thing. So I mean, you know, I, I wrote a little note to Santa for gonna for doing that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I mean, Santa was like, I don't know if we can f- dig up another one somewhere. Wow, that's a- then at the very last second, my person notified Santa, and uh, the, long story short, Nordstrom, and it was like <laughs> shipping and things, and Santa was excited, and we like we got the thing. Yes. Oh. So I was like, woo! Got it. Then oh. Christmas Eve day, where I was like, so I'm excited. You're going to see maybe, you know, you get your what's your list to Santa was. My daughter then tells me, well, the only thing I really want for Christmas is num nums. I'm like, I'm sorry. What's a num nums? What's num nums? And I had heard about it once during this Christmas week, and did pay no attention to it. Right. And she's like, "That's a thing that they have. They they keep advertising for it on my YouTube channels. Oh and my And it's like gosh. a little thing. It's like looks like a cupcake, and it pops up with these little thing. It's like five dollars at Walmart. Oh. Uh, Do you think Walmart had any of these mother effing num nums? Of no. course not. Nowhere. Yeah. Now. Not anything now. anywhere. Nor did I even know about it. So I was like. Well, Santa didn't know about the num-nums. And I'm now just finding out about the num-nums. So let's not get our hopes up too much about that. She's like, well, I said it to the elf. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) okay, well, we'll see. So then uh, Christmas morning comes, which I had previously been super pumped about what was about to happen. Mm. And like as a parent- Part of your—not part. As a parent, the joy for you on Christmas is watching your child open up something that they're excited about. Right. Or anything. Mm. So Christmas morning comes— the excitement is open. It, well, there's one thing, you know, that's exciting. Yeah. Then there's another thing. There's this LOL glamper. That's exciting. Oh. There's a big ass other LOL thing that I thought was pretty cool that's exciting. Mm-hmm. There was other, these like these big BB baby things and the one, the one that she wanted was apparently difficult for the elves to make but there were two uh, other ones. Oh. As she unwrapped both of those, she's like, well, these aren't the ones that I wanted but I mean, that's okay and I was like, Oh. She's like, I bet the num nums are coming soon. I bet the num nums are soon. And I'm like, again, I just don't know. And like, it was just. So I have some thought. I've really, I've really dissected this. So let me just. In that moment, I watched her go from joyful, excitement, you know, magical, to by the time the presents were done, she was like. this is nice, and I was just like, crushed, and it sounds so stupid, I understand that it sounds stupid, but I was so mad, and disappointed, I haven't really talked about this yet, so I was, all these different feelings, first, I felt like a failure as a parent, because like, you don't want your kid's face to look like that. And then I was angry because I'm like, what kind of a spoiled brat am I raising that this is what happened? And I just... There was all these conflicting... Plus the other stupid shit with her dad from the day before. And then... And then on top of everything else... Um, and this is not why... This is not upsetting to me. This is actually a, a great thing. My ex... Was planning to propose to his girlfriend on Christmas Day, and oh, dear. Maya was so excited. that after, like, we were doing presents and everything, and I obviously she didn't really get what she wanted, even though I think it's whatever. I, I have thoughts, but like between the day before my fight with her dad, and then the fucking num nums, and then and then afterwards, um, she's like, when 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 am I going over to dad's house? Cause I'm just really excited for that now. And I'm like, okay. Mm. And I get it. I get, because like, who wouldn't want to see that? Like I would, I, I get it. I get it. But, um, so then, you know, she was just, I, I was just, I cry. I cried all morning, and I was like, I was excited because I was gonna make this casserole that I've never tried before, and I cried as I made the whole thing. And then oh, she's yeah. coming in and out of the kitchen. She's like, "Are you crying because of me? Are you crying because of me?" And I was like, "No."
2: <laughs> the it's onions. So, it's
1: an emotional day. It's Christmas, and she's then she then she got upset because I was crying. Like it was a mm. it, just it was a fucking stupid mess. Mm-hmm. So I made the casserole, we ate the casserole, and then finally I was like, okay, it's time to go to dad's house. So she's like psyched. So then I couldn't even do like a really proper send off or like, you know, anything like that. So I just basically unceremoniously just dropped her off and I was like, okay, bye, I'll pick you up Tuesday. Mm. And I just, cried. I just sobbed on the way home thinking I had, I, I felt like a failure on so many levels. So many levels. Um, and then, of course, he proposed and that, you know, they're engaged, which, by the way, that is great. And I'm super excited for them. Like, I I think this is a great woman, and I'm really glad that she loves my child. So that actually was cool, but it was just all this other stuff. Right. So my Christmas sucked a little bit, and I I really have worked it out because I'm like, what kind of, like, again, What am I raising, like, a spoiled brat? But she's not... Well, can I butt in
0: for just a second just to provide some perspective? Because I feel like, you know, this morning on the show, we talked about the bean guy who basically told his nine-year-old daughter to just figure out how to use a can opener and documented it on social media. And people were, like, so upset. And I think that sometimes as a parent, because you're in it and you're in it every day, it's hard to pull back and, like, get a little perspective on it. So for me, I don't think that your daughter is spoiled. I think that that is just a natural human reaction is in your mind, you have expectation and then mm. you have reality. And
1: her expectation is always – because she has a pretty good imagination. Right. Her And we've talked about this. Her expectation is always, like, so high. Right. And it's almost impossible to, to meet
0: it. Right. And But I think this is a good teachable moment about having – Like dream, dream big, dream as big as you can possibly think. But when it comes to things that are out of your control, things you can't help, like you can't help what Santa brings you. Right. You can't help what happens to you in this world. And so, yes, is it disappointing that you didn't get what you want? Absolutely, because you had the expectation. But then I think that's a teachable moment as a parent where you're like, all right, in that moment, fix your face a little bit and be like, On a scale—and, you know, you would kid-speak it more than what I'm saying now, (laughs) but I think that in a way where it's like, okay, it's disappointing, but on a scale of, like, is mommy and daddy okay? Like, do we have air conditioning? Like, do we have food to eat later? Like, yes, it sucks, but, like, everything else in life is okay. So now— let's save for it or let's do this or something like that. Right. So I don't think that you should be sad that you're raising a spoiled child. I just think that you can use that as a teachable moment because that's any human. Right. Like, not every human is born being like, that's okay, mom. I'm, I'm fine. I'm so grateful for the things. And that's the thing. Like, right. It's something you
1: teach. I also didn't want to be like, you ungrateful bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's not helpful. That'd be a whole different Christmas I right know. there. I know. Like, and
1: that, like, one, like the, one of many thoughts were Through my head. But so one of the things I did tell her, I was like, you know, it's okay to feel how you're feeling. Absolutely. No one's gonna take that away. I was like, like, but once you're done, look at all this great stuff that you did get. mm -hmm. So I mean, we had that conversation. It just, it just I don't know. It was there's always not only do the kids have high expectations, but like Christmas has gotten almost so like the expectations are just astronomical All and right. it's like how does the average parent even meet that let alone right. you know how to tr- teach your child that p- it's it's a lot of life lessons that like no one gives you a hand guide for right. a handbook
0: and i'm and i'm saying this as a non parent in who no, doesn't it understand makes sense. but like as a kid who <laughs> experienced a lot of disappointments um there are times where you know like christmas like, for me, is like, oh, it's, you know, it's like not that. It's fine. But, like, I found other ways to enjoy it, and it's not just for the presence. Yeah. And I know that, you know, in that moment right then, there was no way that you were going to reign in your emotions and be like, well, this is a teachable <laughs> moment for my kid. <laughs> and she's going to learn sometimes you don't get what you want. Right. But I think as you get away from it and you look back at that moment, like— It's okay. Like, kids need to experience bad things in life when it comes to disappointment or whatever the case may be. Like, those are great lessons because we all have that friend or have had that friend that had a perfect childhood, and everything was perfect, and everything was great, and they don't know how to cope. They have no coping mechanisms for disappointment or sadness because everything was perfect. And you want to do that for your kids, but— As soon as they leave the house or they get to middle school or whenever that happens, like ain't nobody trying to sit them down and coddle them and be like, it's okay." Right. And like I said, this is speaking from my experience and how I have grown up. But I've had a lot of people who have been like, wow, like some of your childhood was like really rough, Miguel. But you're able to persevere and battle through things because I'm like. Girl on a scale of one to ten, that's five. Right, five.
1: And I think that a lot with our divorced household because uh, after she came home from his house. Um, on that Tuesday, she was in a mood, and she's usually rough around the edges during the transfer, like, back, mm-hmm. which is, imagine, I can totally, I I get why, I get how we try to give her a little extra space, but it was, like, extra bad this time, and she was just rude, and I'm like, okay, you can feel things, but you're not allowed to be rude to me. Mm, right. And one of the things she said is she was, like, just so upset, and she's like, I just wish you weren't divorced. I don't want to have two of this. I don't want to have two of that, you know? Mm, and I, yeah. that is a heartbreaker. Um, and I knew that would happen at some point, and it's probably not the last time. Right. Um, but in that aspect, I was like, we we just can't. Like, right. that's not that's not how Daddy and I's friendship works right. it's better there's good things in it but that's one. I, th- I feel like I'm more prepared for that teachable moment Do you know right. what I mean where right. and I'm like that's actually a good uh a good struggle mm-hmm. to manage daily if you have to right. that this your your life doesn't look like you know because a lot of the kids that she goes to school with are just a single parent or I mean a uh, uh, you know mom and dad and two kids right, right. So I'm like, this is a good – it's a it's a good struggle. It is. You will eventually get used to. I mean, mm-hmm. and
0: that's a conversation that I have with my fiancé, Abe, all the time, is that he has really – actually very similar to my uh, – and a lot of people is that his expectations are so high and his excitement level for things, and then if it doesn't happen, he gets really down on himself right. or just down in general, and he'll – and we've had this conversation where he was like, I never wanted for anything as a kid. Like, you know, it's not like I got everything I wanted, but the majority of the stuff, it was passed me down. Or, you know, like he wanted jet skis when he was growing up because they lived on Lake Erie in Buffalo. And his parents were like, we're not buying you jet skis. You can work for it and we'll help you match it or we'll buy you an old one and we'll you'll fix it up. Right. You know, but like now we some of the times where we have conflict is when he'll be like, I really want, like, one of the things that we really want is to get a, a house or a right. townhouse in yeah. downtown St. Pete. And he's like, I want it now. I want it now. I want it now. I want it now. And I don't like where we live and da-da-da. And I'm like, okay, I get it, but this is why we got a financial planner. This mm-hmm. is why we're saving. And right. so there are these steps. He goes, I know that, but I want it now. Yeah. And he doesn't do it in, like, a bratty way. I don't want him to come off sounding like that because he just wants the finer things in life. Well,
1: and because he's used to, when you're single, you don't have to ask anybody else when you get it. You get that shit now.
0: You do it. And so I'm like, listen, if we want that nice dream town home, like my entire life, has been built on, well, that's the dream and you got to work for it. And, like, it's going to come if you do all these steps to make it happen. And so things just don't randomly appear. And, like, literally there was one time we were arguing about it and I was like, what do you want the house to just fucking drop down from the sky? Like, we've got to save. We've got to get our credit in order. We've got to do all these things to make that happen. And so the beginning of having someone who understands that are those moments like you had with Maya at Christmas, I believe.
1: Well, I feel better.
0: And hopefully that, that helps.
1: It does. It does. So, uh, like, that was, like, the major uh, emotional blow-up over... And then I felt so, like, dishonest because everybody's like, I'll be at a Merry Christmas. Oh, and I was right. like, that's okay. Yeah, it that's good. But, I mean, again, like, in the scheme of everything, I do try to weigh out, like, were we all together? Yes. And yes. that was my number one goal of 2019 because 2019 for me personally, was actually worse than 2020. Mm. Um, it just was. And even at the holidays in 2019, it was very difficult. I, I, my family, as I mentioned once, was not together. Right. And um, this year, we were. And I was like, that's what really matters. So, like, this this thing that happened between my ex and then with, with Maya and my mom, that was my birthday thing with my mom, who... Like, I don't know why. And I, I actually do. It's like a trauma response. But, like, she has this thing where, and I it it made me remember, when we were little, you couldn't just sit around. Oh. And that may be one of the reasons why that I like to do nothing. Mm, right. <laughs> yeah. I was never allowed to do it. Right. So, anyway, on uh, New Year's Day, I didn't really have much planned. We had, I was going to make dinner, and I was excited about that. And then, um, so I was like, we were all, it was like me, my person, and Maya sitting in the living room just watching TV. My mom wanders down and is like, You're just gonna sit here? I'm, you wanna go outside? You wanna, let's go for a walk. And I was like, Nope, not doing that. We're not doing that right now. She's like, I didn't mean now, I meant like later. And all of these like triggering memories of like, I am bad and not loved if I'm sitting on my butt right now. And uh. it was just, it's a weird psychological thing. I have it written down and talked to my therapist. Wednesday, no worries. Um, <laughs> but, like, that just, it really, it really threw me off my good day that I had been having because then she mentioned it two other times. Ah. And it's, like, when that person that triggers you or that you have that, like, um, for me, that's where I learned, you know, people-pleasing and codependency and that her needs come first and mine come second. Right. When you have that person in your life and they're in your face, and it's not like you can be like, "Oh, I'm gonna choose to just not acknowledge you." That's my mom, and she lives with me, right. so it was like I couldn't escape that. And the one thing I wanted to do was just sit in my house, and I felt like now I can't even do that. Mm. So I was just—it was a—it was a rough bit of triggering on my birthday, right? Um, but by the end of the day, I really did some like deep sort of meditative work, and I was like, "I'm—I'm I'm okay." I feel a certain type of way, but that doesn't mean that I have to be that certain type of way. So right. I really, I mean, I had to yank that steering wheel hard mm. to get through that whole thing. Because I feel like even a couple of years ago, I would have been thrown off for days. Right, yeah. I got it back on by the end of the night. So there was just mm. a lot of family drama related shit that right. I that I had. Sorry, I'm swearing so much.
0: No, it's fine. And,
1: um, but in the, in the end, I was very grateful and very thankful to have uh, all the people there that I wanted there. And um, that, you know, we were able to do what we wanted to do. I mean, it's not like we traveled. We didn't really see anybody that's other than our families that we've been seeing. Right. But it was still nice. And nice. so overall, it was good. Had some rough spots.
0: Mm, yes. Wow. Doing good. Um, I kicked off my holiday vacation with uh, Abe and I going up to uh, Tennessee um, for this little cabin with all of my college friends. And that was just uh, an amazing, fun time, Um, just being able to, like, sit and and, and be with each other Mm -hmm. and sort of reminisce. And it's really interesting when you realize after being around friends for that long, because mm-hmm. um, we all, well, I graduated in 2007 uh, from, okay, Scott, with your eyes got all big. <laughs> um, you don't even want to know when I got. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> and so just all of these experiences and then just seeing how we've all changed and mm. then just being able to, like, come together. For, you know, two or three days and, like, work together by making breakfast and dinner together. Isn't that cool? The cooking part. It was so fun. I love that. It was such a great point. Uh, uh, But I realized during this that I'm going to have a really hard time choosing my wedding party. Yeah. Because as we sort of were all hanging out and I was just, like, mentally going through my head of, like, okay, these are the people that I've been around the longest you know, how many people from this time in my life and that time in my life. And so that kind of made like the end of it a little stressful because I just don't want anyone to be disappointed or to feel sad.
2: Yeah, of, course, of course. Um,
0: And so that sort of like was on my mind as we were uh, coming back um, from that trip, but had so much fun. And then we went to Atlanta, got to see my mom for a hot second. We um, It was her first day of work. Oh. Uh, back after having a brain aneurysm.
1: She works from home?
0: Yeah, she works from home. But we had to drive her to downtown Atlanta to her office building to, like, get her work laptop set back up and everything. Mm. Um, and so just being like, around people in, a like, a busy metropolitan area like that was just really weird. Um, and just sort of seeing where she worked, and that was really cool. And then we just got to relax for a few days um, once, once we came back before Christmas and had a really fun, just laid-back Christmas, met uh, a couple friends on the beach mm-hmm. um, at a beach restaurant, then went to a friend's place where they made dinner, and then we just drank and ended up sleeping over at their place. Hey. And so it was just a, it was a really fun time. I think the biggest... It's a shock for me because I didn't have any drama over the weekend.
1: I'm glad you don't need any. We (laughs) got it. We got it covered, and thank God somebody got to relax.
0: Right. Um, But to me, the biggest moment was when we Facetimed with uh, Abe's parents Mm. and his dad, um, and his brother because they were all together for Christmas. And so we Facetimed and we had some stuff sent up there to them and, um they didn't have anything sent to us and I was like girl that's 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 fine I'm not used to presents anyway so that's fine. Um and then like as we're like you know they're opening up their gifts and we're like yay and his mom and she's very sort of like soft spoken and the his brother has his little FaceTime on him and she's like well I do have something for you all and then she turns over her screen and there's like a number on it and you can't really see. And it looked like, oh, they're sending us a gift card, some money or something. or, And then, like, it focused up. And it was the amount of money that they're giving us for the wedding oh. as a gift.
2: Ooh. Oh, wow.
0: And it was a big amount. And then she was like, <laughs> well, that's just a little bit. There's more that I'm saving towards that I'll be able to give you all. But whenever you need the money. And so instantly I was just like. I do remember you texting me
1: about that because I – we didn't hear – I didn't hear from you much. Yeah. You didn't hear from me. And then I got that and I was like, oh, damn, yes.
0: Like, I was just – and it has been a strangely, like, um, emotional thing for me that I didn't think would happen. Like, because, I mean, Abe has been like, oh, my parents may contribute. I'm not going to ask, but maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But, you know, if it's their cool, if not. And I was like, okay, whatever. It's just so strange when you have, like, his family that gave that when they didn't have to. And it's not even, like, the amount. It's just the fact that, like, they thought about it and were like, oh, hey, let's help you out. And then, like, we got this, like, goal book that his aunt sent. She was like, y'all may not fill it out, but it might be cool to, like, look at for a couple times as you're planning the wedding and whatnot. And just these, like, little very thoughtful things. Mm. And then, like, my family... There's, like, nothing. Yeah. Just, like, nada. Like, my mom, obviously, is, like, over the moon. Like, she probably already has a dress picked out for yeah. the wedding and knows what <laughs> hairstyle she wants to do. Yes. You know, but, like, there's been nothing. And, like, even I put my family in a group text on Christmas, and I was, like, I don't know if they're getting together or anything like that, but, like, we've never had a group text we've never communicated like that before and I was yeah. like Merry Christmas y'all from Florida how you doing and they were like oh Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Merry Christmas and like no happy engagement no congratulations or no anything and it's just so crazy I don't even know if that's the right adjective that's the only that's the only generic one I can think of when it when I contrast how Abe's family has reacted, how I've seen other people's families react to them getting engaged in the planning process to, like, my sort of just hands-off family. Yeah. And there's part of me that it hurts a little bit. It hurts a lot. But I feel like I've sort of always anticipated these sort of moments. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I've sort of removed myself a little bit just by sheer distance of living in Florida and they're all in Atlanta. And so you lose that, you know, closeness if you ever did have it. And so, I don't know, it's just a very weird space. And so that moment was so awesome. But then as I reflected on it, it like made me happy, but then sad Mm -hmm. at the same time, comparing it to how like I haven't still haven't gotten a congratulations on your engagement from my family. Mm Mm-mm. So, that was an interesting uh, moment from... Stark
1: contrast is what comes to mind. Yes. Yes. And what's unfortunate is that because it is such a stark contrast, I would imagine it hurts even more. Like, you already knew. Right. right? Like, you already knew your family is who they is. Right. It sucks when you realize it doesn't have to be that way. Right. And they're choosing that.
0: Right. And and sometimes I... like. It's not a malicious thing. Like, I don't think that they're like, oh, no. It's just a out of sight, out of mind, I guess. Right. Um, there, it,
1: it feels like to me from the outside observer that mm-hmm. there wasn't ever any close bonds forged right. that would have extended through space and time. Right. Um. You know, right. like it's it's and, and you're right. It is not malicious. Mm-hmm. It is not. You know, much of like all the stuff that I was crying about, my crying ass, <laughs> none of that is malicious. Maybe a tiny sliver. <laughs> but it's like unintentional crap from their past mm. or from their their upbringing or their experience right. that has turned them into what you see is what you get. And mm. you don't get much because right. you don't see anything. And yeah. it's just, it's it's like you know that they're not actively going, well, F Miguel and F Mm. his existence and his all this and merry F and Christmas up yours. Mm, Right. Not that, but it's more. I don't care.
0: Yeah. And it's it's very much the classic, you know, seeking approval from the people that either don't realize that you're there or uh, care that you're there and. You know, in my mind, I'm always like, well, I'll do this by myself. I don't need no help. But it's like as I've gotten more successful in our careers and just, you know, when I bought my townhouse, you know, like I was one of the first. I am the first person in my generation of cousins that like have bought their own place, Mm -hmm. you know, and like nobody's been like, hey, let's come down to visit. Congratulations. Here's a housewarming gift. And so it's like you keep trying to seek, get that acceptance, that approval, that it's just never there. Yeah. And so what I find myself is just turning more, you know, towards Abe's family in that sense. Um, obviously, my mom is always there. She's the ride or die. Like, believe when she, uh, you know, retires, she's gonna show up here in Florida from Atlanta, and her her, her uh, suitcase and be like, hey, yeah, I'm here.
1: Exactly, <laughs> I'm here.
0: You know, but for everyone else, it's like I don't want to completely lose that connection because yeah. you're family. But it's like, gosh damn, y'all really don't make it easy for yeah, you to like stay connected. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that was uh, my Christmas. I will say was a cute moment is that. We did uh, FaceTime with my grandma on Christmas, and it was just me and her talking. And um, after, you know, you kind of, it's hard to understand, and I have to be like, huh? What'd you say, grandma? And she's like, uh, ah. and then at the end of it, she goes, uh, tell your friend Abe I said Merry Christmas. Oh, <laughs> your like... friend. <laughs>
1: God bless your grandma. That, it is, that is the ultimate compliment. <laughs> that yeah. is
0: it. That is it. She Period. remembered his name, and she was like, your friend, Abe. And I was like, thank you, Grandma.
1: That's it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. That's nice. That's nice. That's a nice, that's heartwarming.
0: All right, well, we are done with this podcast. Uh, please, if you want to... Uh, be on the opener and help us open up the podcast like you'll hear Jacob two times on our Wednesday podcast. You can always download the uh, free Hot 101.5 app and use the little open mic feature and use that. Or if you want a uh, Miguel and Holly window cling or sticker, shoot me an email. Miguel at hot1015tampabay.com. Holly, what's all of your social media?
1: Radio Holly on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm just going to be honest with you. I really don't check Facebook anymore. Mm. Like I had people wish me happy birthday on January 1st. I just saw them now on January 4th and I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, like it, like it, like, and I, I'm okay with it. So, don't yeah, find yeah. me on Facebook. I'm not going to be there.
0: Actually, I was going to say, Holly, I I noticed I didn't write on your wall. Oh, yeah. On uh On your birthday. Yeah. I was like, but we actually had a Long text conversations. So yeah, like no. It, uh,
1: I thought it was very... Better. The people that actually t- sh- did shoot me a text, I get it because Facebook makes it easy to remember people's birthdays. Right. But and. I almost felt weird going through the, the the people that were wishing me happy birthday. Like, there are some, like, my mom's friends that were like, happy birthday, and I'm like, oh, thanks. And then there are some people that I don't even know, and I'm mm. like, I don't know you. Do you know me? <laughs> or did, my, did Facebook just tell you that it was my birthday? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pretty, like, yeah. HBD, Pretty much. Like, HBD. Okay. I, it's a... Facebook has turned into a weird place for me, so I'm not really on it much. If you want, I'm on Holly on Hot 1015 on the Facebook, but it's Radio Holly everywhere else I'm on.
2: Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, Scott? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N on everything.
0: And mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, all the stuff. Until next time, see you later.
2: Catch up, catch, up, catch, up. catch up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify,
1: and Apple Podcasts. Search
2: Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.